0: Hi there, Elaine Atherton here and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. Hi, everybody. Elaine here. I've got another amazing guest with me today, and that is Manny Gabri, who is a resilience coach. So lovely to have you here with me today. Manny, how are you doing? I'm very well.
1: Thank you, um, Elaine. And it's a pleasure to be on your podcast and uh, I'm looking forward to talk to you
0: yeah fantastic well well let's just do it shall we shall i just jump into my first question and ask you um you know we've all got a reason why we started our business and why we ended up doing it so what's your story manny
1: it yeah, certainly is a story and a personal one um i basically started my coaching practice in 2007 uh, as a business coach because my first career is, uh was as a chartered management accountant so i had a business background but in my mid-30s, I went through a very, very dark period of my life, and I felt very lost and, and disillusioned. I had everything on paper, everything you could possibly want, but I was deeply, deeply unhappy um, and a lot of emotional pain and probably at my lowest ebb. So 15 years ago, that was about 15 years ago, I actually worked with a life coach. Never heard of, of coaches up until then. I just happened to come across an article about an accountant who became a coach, and I thought... That sounds interesting. So I worked with a life coach and she really helped me to understand myself better and really was the catalyst for my own sort of deeper inner transformation. So in summary, how I would describe it was at the age of 35, I was a highly unaware individual operating from a place of fear and doubt. And by the time I got to 50, I became a highly aware individual operating from a place of courage and trust so these are two worlds apart they drive very different behaviors and experiences so really you know I have evolved as a person and grown on my spiritual journey and that really has led me and it has been an evolution uh, from a business coach to resilience coach a natural kind of unfoldment of the path I meant to be and so it's led me to work with leaders who are on a similar path of um self-discovery if you want to deepening their self-knowledge who they really are and also grounding themselves at an emotional level because when we have the ability to stay very calm very very calm no matter what's happening on the outside and there's a lot going on the outside for us that is a very great place to be in so my work really is a vocation It's to serve people as we all want to do we want to help and to really help my clients transition from as I said you know a place of sometimes unawareness to awareness most people are somewhere in between you know but I really went from from one to the other and in my own way that's how I want to make a difference little impact in the world um in a small but significant way so that's why I do what I do.
0: Wow I've got so many quite mesmerizing um when, when you're talking about what you do it's really yeah, gosh, quite a journey you've had there. Well, it's it? It, I
1: think it's a real personal personal journey. I think that's mm. why, hopefully, the passion comes through. I know that's a very cliched word, but it really is a from a place, a depth of having gone through this transformation myself and, and looking back at who I was at 35 and how it impacted me as a person mm. and, and my life and who I became at 50 and the experience I was having. And actually, I probably had more challenges in the last 15 years, but how I dealt with them have been sort of worlds apart you know 35 small things would be big things now big things are just nothing really so um
0: that's what I wish to to share really yeah fantastic yes so true wow so it's um one thing sort of having the where you want to go how easy was it to turn that into a business for you
1: (laughs) certainly I think a journey that I had to go through I had to walk this path myself mm-hmm. and like I said initially I, I set up as a business coach because I had the business background so where I was really working with people on their business on their business plans as well as a little bit about them as leaders and their team and then during the pandemic you know when that happened I really stepped back and thought what is it that I really want to do as a coach there's so many coaches out mm-hmm. there and I realized that actually business coaching isn't the thing that gets me out of bed that fires me up that I want to talk about learn about and share it was the fact that I wanted to work with 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 leaders to share with them you know what I had learned and that would really affect how they were leading so in terms of how easy I would say I've been led I've been guided it's it's evolved quite naturally Mm. um, because I think when you have a deep desire within you to do something to make an impact that eventually does emerge but it does Mm. take time it's taken me what, nearly 15 years to get to this place. But a lot of it's because I was growing myself. I was learning myself. I was becoming the person that I am today. So that takes time. That becoming doesn't happen yeah. overnight. It's not like we go to the gym and in six months we transform our bodies. It takes time to change our patterns, mm. our ways of thinking and feeling, and to to want to learn at a deeper level who we are this, in terms of our higher sense. So mm. that took time. So it yeah. certainly wasn't easy, but in some ways it was quite a natural kind of progression, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it does make sense. It does. We are evolving all of the time, aren't yeah. we? So I totally 100% get that from my, my, from my own experience as well. So you started your business. Um, so how did you feel about selling then? Um, it is, <laughs>
1: well, when I first uh, started my business 15 years ago, I went from employment, being an employed mm. accountant, Uh, to self-employment so that in itself was a uh, a learning you know how do you suddenly start selling and marketing yourself so I learned had to learn on the job you know I went to lots Mm -hmm. of networking meetings and that was new going to networking thinking about who I am how do I present myself so I watched and I learned. Mm. Um, I don't think I went on any specific courses, but just along the way, books, resources. Yeah. Watching people. You just learn through observation. And I am very much an observer. Yeah. So um, I just taught myself uh, what I needed to know. Yeah. And uh, I also realized quite early that it's not about selling no. especially in the business that I'm in. It's about building relationships. Yep. But that simply means talking to people and listening and understanding. And obviously, as being a coach that's very intuitive we don't have to do anything we just have to turn up yeah uh, and, and and you know ask questions and, and find out more because we're interested we're genuinely yes. interested in people yes so yeah. I think I learned very early that selling in the line of work that I am in is not traditional selling it's just building mm. rapport
0: yeah no I have 100% I'm not sure really uh, now whether selling is what it was years ago I think it's changed for all of us even all of us when we buy things we you know we're very much we're looking for a different experience now than perhaps we would have years ago things have changed massively haven't they so Absolutely. 100% get that so many when people come to any of us they're looking yeah. for a solution and an outcome yes. so what yes. what can people expect from you yeah,
1: I think I'll start by saying, making a very bold statement that, um, well, hopefully most people will agree that the world we live in today is a bit of a mess. Mm. <laughs> uh, because as a society, I think we as a collective consciousness have actually neglected our inner world. You know, we're so busy with the outer world, it's happening on the outside. We've neglected the inner world where we create our thoughts, our intentions, our value system, our beliefs, our uh responses to life what's happening on the outside our behaviors and all of that all of that shapes the character who we are and therefore our destiny you know we create our own destiny through our thoughts and we are the sum total of our thoughts if we have a lot of negatively framed thoughts and emotions then that effectively is damaging it's depleting to our mind our bodies our soul our relationships our environments our careers You know, every single thought that we think, I think, you think, everybody thinks, is like a little drop of energy that's going out, the ripple effect, the vibrational energy. So my role really as a coach is to reconnect my clients with that inner world, that inner world, which is the, the place where they connect to their higher or intuitive self, their real self, the place where we feel a deep, deep sense of calm and tranquility, where we feel safe where we feel secure and from a place of safety and secureness or assuredness we can do anything you know we can we can take our lives anywhere but we have to first get to that place so that that sense of tranquility or that inner wisdom that guide if you like gives us the clarity gives us the the courage the conviction the the absolute sort of self-confidence and self-belief and that starts to then radiate like a beacon of light so these all these wonderful virtues i've just mentioned are the virtues we need to then face any challenge uncertainty adversity any problem to become more influential more impactful uh, for ourselves first and foremost for ourselves and for our environment for our teams our organizations so in other words it all comes back to this inner state of calm and tranquility which is i think something that's been lost because we're so focused on the outside world we're so mesmerized what's happening on the outside that we have taken the focus off what's going on inside and that's Mm -hmm. the place which needs to be very very Mm -hmm. still in order to deal with what's happening on the outside so i hope that kind of makes sense so really i'm in the game of shifting my clients from a place of um logic because a lot of leaders solve problems through logic Mm -hmm. to intuition which is that sixth sense Mm -hmm. which enables us then to handle uncertainty and adversity and I think all of us particularly people in leadership roles need to be able to live with uncertainty to embrace it to see life as an adventure rather than being afraid of what if because Mm -hmm. you cannot control the outside you only control how you respond to what's happening on the outside so that's effectively um, how I work through uh, with my clients so in terms of delivery, so yeah. I offer one-to-one coaching calls or conversations or half-day interventions to individuals, so professional individuals, or I will deliver, design and deliver team development days or workshops, so a group of people where we explore concepts to help them learn about who they are as individuals and as leaders in their roles. Um, I've got a model that I call the six steps to sustain resilience, so I take people through these six steps, they build up from the bottom to the top is like a ladder um so that's effectively what i do so my business model is very simple you know i keep it very simple ideally it's all face-to-face but it can be delivered through zoom most people prefer face-to-face so it's just very traditional coaching calls or team development days a combination of those so that's really how i work with clients
0: wow i hope you do public speaking as well because you are very um very engaging <laughs>
1: thank you elaine i'll tell you something uh there were times that I would run out of presentations. I used to be so nervous about it because I'm not a natural public speaker. I'm actually quite a shy introvert. So, again, that's something else I had to teach myself is I have to present. Again, I didn't go on any courses. I just, I don't know, I just learnt. Yeah. And I think, again, the key is to speak from your heart. Yeah. And that makes it engaging when you speak from
0: a place Absolutely. Of authenticity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so true. So, what about a highlight then um, that you've had on your on your journey? What what's one of those you'd like to share with us?
1: Yeah, well, thinking about this, couple of things really. I think firstly, I, I I'm very humbly grateful that my coaching practice has stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years, it's a long time. It has evolved into a niche, uh, which is absolutely right for me as an individual and as a coach. Um, there have been times when I thought. I should get a real job, <laughs> you know. But um, but my own clarity and conviction and sense of purpose has kept me going. This is the path I'm meant to be on. This is why I'm here, you know. So I think I finally arrived now um, at the right, doing the right kind of work. Uh, secondly, I, I'd like to say that I'm very proud to have raised a very emotionally intelligent and resilient daughter who's holding her own as a young woman and. She's very, very wise for her years. I'm not saying this for my daughter, but that's what I see. But she's also a very loving and supportive individual friend, mentor to her own friends. At 21, she knows how to have a good relationship with herself Mm. and what a good relationship looks like with other people, which includes showing a lot of care, but also challenging people in the right way at the right time. And that really is a result of the seed that I've been sowing since she was three years old. So I would say those are the highlights of my journey, the the, the things that I'm uh, tremendously um, humbly grateful and proud proud of.
0: Well, absolutely. Fantastic highlights, most certainly. So what about when we start a business? We wear so many hats, don't (laughs) we? I mean, some we we love and other bits we don't. Which are the bits that you think, oh, I really don't enjoy doing that bit of running the business?
1: I think definitely I would say marketing is not my forte. <laughs> you know, um, I think as a coach we do have to learn to sell or, or present ourselves in a way because people are buying us; like they're going to work with us directly unless you have your team of associates. But essentially, you know, um, selling is something we have to learn to do to engage people. But in terms of marketing, that's never been my forte. So. I think when you find your niche as a coach, because there's so many coaches out there, it's it's so much more fun to talk about it, to write about it, to learn about your subject. And therefore, as a result of that, it's much easier to raise your brand profile because you feel this deep sense of connection and passion and purpose for what you do. But things like IT and branding and marketing, I have outsourced um, because it's not my specialism. And I think I'd rather focus on creating the content Uh, that I deliver to my clients that the concepts and the ideas that help them so I would say that if you can afford it then Mm. then try and outsource the things that you're not particularly good at and focus on your own strength basically
0: yeah yeah for me
1: definitely is a marketing particularly digital marketing (laughs)
0: Uh, well and technology. technology (laughs) well yes we've just had that conversation briefly before didn't we about technology i'm with you there it's interesting isn't it because quite often when i ask that question uh uh, quite a few people say all the accounts and the numbers bit but i thought well you're not going to say that so (laughs)
1: no i won't say that i do do my own accounts and i have an accountant So i think it will be very very uh Shameful as a qualified <laughs> accountant, I couldn't even keep a spreadsheet. So, so I do do that.
0: <laughs> I not do, do, oh,
1: do my own tax returns. I don't like tax. So no, does that?
0: I'm with you there. <laughs> totally with you there. So, what about a piece of advice you'd give to somebody starting a business now? What would that be?
1: I would say to any individual that think about the intention of why you're starting a business. Do something that you love. Choose a a subject matter if you're a, if you're going to sell a service, particularly, or anything really, whatever it is. Do it out of a real love for that subject and the fact that it will help other people. You know, I think we, we are, we do live to serve others, you know, growth and contribution, um, as I'm sure you know, Elaine, are really important to us as human beings. We, we, we need to learn and grow, otherwise we'll die. You know, we need to have a need to give back to society, to, to, to contribute in some way. So do something you love and make sure it helps people. If you do that, then you're not going to go far wrong. The other thing I'd say is listen to your intuition. Go into that calm place, listen to your intuition before you make any business decision, because it will guide you to do the right thing. The intuition is always going to guide us to do the right thing at the right time. So learn to listen to that. But again, we need to be very calm and still to 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 um you know get to that quiet place. Mm. So that would be my very simple um, advice. I think to anyone starting a business.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. So. When, when we run a business, obviously, and I think you alluded to it earlier, you know, there's sometimes, you know, all days are not every day isn't a perfect, day, is it? So when on the tough days, sort of, what do you do to get yeah. yourself over that? I think what I'd say initially
1: is when I was working as a business coach, there were many tough days because it wasn't really the thing mm. that excited me. It wasn't really the thing that mm. gave me fulfillment. you you like, it was it's okay, but it wasn't wasn't the thing. And in those days, I remember I would just take it a day at a time, and I would just spend a lot of time visualizing what my future looked like Mm. what is it that I really wanted to be doing as a coach and how I was going to make that reality but now that I have found my niche I wouldn't say there are so many tough days you know because I love creating the Mm. content you know if I'm not seeing a client um, I will be at home from my home office working on content working on ideas you know and also networking having conversations so I love all that because at the end of the day I love talking to people I love making connections So it's a privileged position to be able to do something you love. So I think now the the tough days are not so much. But certainly when I was a business coach, there were many. And there were times that I really struggled to (laughs) get through. And I would just have to then sort of um, fast forward and say, what does the future look like? I think the other thing that's always helped me um, as a coach is, of course, the tools that we we use as coaches. You know, positive affirmations, visualisation. You know thinking about like i said who do i want to work with you know how do i want to make an impact who am i as a coach that's always helped me tremendously to stay on track because that's part of my own daily kind of work and that's the next thing really i think every individual from a little child to an adult should really have a daily routine some ritual they do every day like a morning um whether it's prayer meditation affirmations journaling you know, exercise self-care, that has always really helped me because the more I've looked after myself, the more stronger I felt whilst I'm going through a change of direction, mm. you know, the more sure I felt because I'm looking after me, you know, I'm putting myself first. So mm. I think prioritizing yourself as a business owner, which isn't always practical, uh, and easy but it's actually a fundamental thing that we all have to do it's like the option last year you know if you don't mm. put that on yourself you can't really help anybody else so i think there are a few key things there that we all should be doing as part of our own practice uh, to help and support us run our own businesses amongst our busy mm. personal lives and work schedules so that's how i would say that um, i get through
0: but, well fantastic gosh lots lot to learn there I tell you I think you'll be inspiring people I think because you're absolutely right we've got to take time to breathe and think haven't we rather it's everything is so fast-paced now yeah. isn't it um... and I think
1: that's the other thing Elaine people are so scared of decelerating because they don't want to be left out mm. they don't want to fall behind
0: that's again the fear operating from a place of fear but mm. in order
1: to accelerate we have to decelerate on a regular basis yeah
0: yeah yeah I get that oh, I totally get that so can you believe we're on to our final question which always goes so quickly <laughs> good absolutely good. fascinating so now I'm going to give you the opportunity to pay it forward and and thank somebody or it might be a couple of people who you you'd like to thank them for the support that they've given you so who are they sure, and how sure. they helped you sure I think
1: I'd start by saying that I have a huge faith in what I call divine intelligence, you know, so that source that I'm always drawing from. But the one person who stood by me through thick and thin has been my beloved daughter, Simi Gabriel. So I want to thank her for being my rock. I also want to thank and give my deepest gratitude to my own coach, Paul Snell, who actually helped me transition from being a business coach to a resilience coach for leaders. So Paul's very instrumental in helping me have the clarity about my future role as a coach and what that looked like for me. Um, so I'd love to thank Paul Snow. He's a wonderful human being and a and great mentor. And um, you know I have huge respect for him and uh, we still keep in touch. So, um, so yes, those are the people that I would like to pay it forward.
0: Oh, thank well, absolutely wonderful. And they both sound incredibly deserving of that. So so thank you so much, Manny, for being my guest. So obviously, I know people are going to be listening now and thinking, oh, how could they get in contact with you? So which platforms will they find you on?
1: The best social media platform, and actually the only one I use, is LinkedIn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So connect with me on LinkedIn, direct message me. Um, my email address is on there. Uh, my website is on there and my phone number, mobile. So any of those ways just basically get in touch. And uh, it's just a conversation. We just have a conversation. There is never any pressure for anyone because for me, it's very important to work with uh, the right mutual clients. You know, We're, we're a good match, a good fit. Yes. So there's never any pressure. It's just a complimentary session, an hour to explore where you're at, where you want to be. And if I could, how could I possibly help? So um, it's a very relaxed, informal chat. To think of it like that, just a conversation. over a cup of coffee
0: hopefully (laughs) yes absolutely absolutely fantastic well thank you so much for being my guest today it's really been insightful listening to you it really has I'm quite mesmerized actually Uh, I can see why you you're very successful at what you do totally Uh, so thanks for joining me today Manny my
1: pleasure it's um it's a privilege and I thank you for inviting me um it's wonderful to be able to talk about your journey and uh yes thank you Elaine
0: oh you're welcome yes thank you You've been listening to Elaine Atherton. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to hear more small business owners talk about their business, why they started it and their learnings along the way, then you can subscribe to the shows via all the major podcast platforms to, to sum it up, pay it forward. My passion is supporting small business owners. I've created a free 10-minute audio book called 7 Things Accidental Sales People Need to Know. To receive a copy of this book, just head to my website on www to summitup.com.